0: Welcome back to the Project 24 Blogging Podcast. This is episode 192. Well, thank you so much for joining us today. Today is Nathan. Hello. Hello, and myself, Anna. And uh, today we're going to go into a little bit more about uh, our Upcoming new project, you've probably heard, seen in the community, hopefully, or in the newsletter, that we're in the process of choosing, which we're not true choosing, we're having you choose and people in the Income School YouTube community choose. And so now we're down to two, mm-hmm. and if you want to f- kind of get some background on this, the Income School YouTube video yes, this week for us, but look back Mm -hmm. get some background on it and you'll be up to date but now we are at baking and off-roading yes
1: and i believe you could correct me if i'm wrong probably by the time this podcast goes out we will have decided on or not us i should say you guys will have decided on the niche so our fingers you know we're we're our fingers are crossed we're trying to figure out here what it's going to be it's kind of neck and neck Um, so anyway it'll be kind of fun to see what what we end up doing
0: yeah and by the way at this point Ricky does not know what the topic or the niche will be we're gonna we're planning a fun little reveal for him so you will see that in an upcoming YouTube video the (laughs) the other day I accidentally spilled the beans almost but (laughs) I it could always change so and it wasn't the one it was just like the last few. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. so really, like you said, it could change at any yes. moment. Yep. Alrighty. So this stems from a few comments from the community about one of the niches that's being considered in particular, and that is off-roading. And so I saw a couple different comments that were similar um, asking us not to do that one, and then another one saying that they would like us to do <laughs> that one and this also pertains to many other niches, which we have a comment or a question from the community recently and we'll talk about that in a second from a member. But we did want to talk about this because uh, well, let me just read off the comments first and yeah. then we'll start talking about it. So this one is from J. Ross 0629. and they say offroading gets my vote based on the location and access to the equipment. You could run some interesting tests and gather a ton of original data makes good for youtube as well as fun content so we'll read these other two and then go back to that one as well this one's from derek and he says not off-roading enough copycats in the niche rewriting content Don't need 5,000 Project 24 YouTube followers (laughs) added to the niche. People can't think for themselves. And then this last one is from S. Gandy, A-N-G. And they say, for me, I will not go off-roading because not all countries have such an opportunity. Please do baking for a more applicable general audience. And so I did talk to Ricky a little bit about this yesterday he's obviously not here Mm -hmm. today but I did get some thoughts from him so I just kind of wanted to open it up for conversation what we think about this again we don't know at this Mm -hmm. point and we are not choosing just so you know both of these niches I think most of us are pretty interested in Mm -hmm. and kind of excited about they're both something that Uh, several of us have some experience in, but we're not necessarily experts, but we also have the ability to do that original research. And uh, I think all of us are pretty excited about Mm -hmm. them. So what do you think about these comments?
1: Yeah. Well, I, I, first of all, I appreciate the honesty of the comments. Some people are like, no, I don't think you should do that one while others say, yes, I think you should. And I think that really highlights exactly what it comes down to. It's just a matter of opinion. Um, whether we should or shouldn't do a specific niche, it really, I mean, there's a thousand different elements that we could look at to determine whether we should or shouldn't. Um, some of the most important ones, of course, are competition and then just kind of the opportunity in the niche. And we've already done that with all of these options here. We've already identified that there's opportunity here. Um, and so, From here on out, it's really just an opinion. It's a matter of opinion, whether we should or shouldn't do it. Um, So kind of to address this one, um, someone says, off-roading gets my vote. There will be lots of opportunity for original data, interesting tests, and then good YouTube content. I 100% agree. I think that... You know, many people have cited we live, the Boise, Idaho area is a great area, uh, lots of outdoor opportunities. Um, it it would be a good opportunity for us to get really, really good original data. We could do really good content. Um, and I agree. I think that it would be fun as well. Derek said, not off-roading, enough copycats in this niche already. I also agree there. <laughs> um, you know, there's copycats in every niche. Um, and so... We have seen it historically where when we say we're going to start a niche, we do see people um, kind of going after the same niche, although I'll admit most of these people are just going to copy our content, um, probably not everyone else's content. So um, you know what? People will do what they do. Like Derek said, people can't think for themselves. That's true. These people who are going after just trying to be copycats, you know, they might have some short-term success, but the reality is uh, the work that we do, if it's original, if it's valuable. Um, and then we're putting you know, our best foot forward and doing our best content, uh, eventually they become irrelevant. And so, yes, they're kind of like a pain in the back or a pain in the neck, but at the end of the day, I wouldn't base my business decisions off of someone who's going to just try and ruin the niche for the rest of everybody else. So anyway, I, I think that it's a really, really um, good point to, that people bring up Um, And then the third comment here, um, for me, I would not go off-roading because not everybody in the world has the opportunity. Um, And then they say, please do baking. I mean, this one's a little bit interesting to me because I think that most people in most places don't have equal opportunity. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, like in regards to off-roading. I don't own an off-roading vehicle Mm -hmm. unless you count a mountain bike. And actually, now that I think about it, my mountain bike was stolen like a month (laughs) ago. So, no, no. I don't even own any off-roading, you know, equipment. So, you know, in that case, I don't have that opportunity, even here in a place where there is good opportunity to participate in those things. Um, You know, four-wheelers, dirt Mm -hmm. bikes, all those things, they're expensive. And so you're right, not everybody can do that. Um, But in a position where we are going to be kind of coming together, We're using some other resources, you know, the company Income School is donating resources to build and create this website. We kind of have a unique opportunity where we could do a really good job. And I would say that, you know, baking, is it more applicable worldwide? Maybe. Um, But I think that just because not everyone has the opportunity to do it themselves doesn't mean that we shouldn't do it. Um, I think that off-roading is very popular, especially in the Western uh, world and In the United States and even other countries, you know, whether it's overlanding or off-roading or whatever, um, it's popular. And so I think there's plenty of opportunity there. And that's not to say baking wouldn't be a great niche. I think it it could be and you know, I'm talking about off-roading here, like we're doing it. We're not yet, you know, we we still don't know yet whether it will be off-roading or most likely baking. I would be happy to do either because I like to participate in baking. Yeah. Um, Mostly eating the baked goods. Testing out the baking. I'm the tester guy, (laughs) um, but I grew up baking. Yeah, And so, and I know many of us, like Anna said, many of us have experience there too. So for me, um, between these two, it's a win-win. Mm-hmm. I don't think that we can lose either way. No. I think they're going to be both really good niches.
0: Yeah, I totally agree. And uh, you bring up a good point earlier that yeah, most niches, if you really think about it, are not going to be completely applicable all throughout exactly. the world. You got to think about that. And and if you're really passionate about something, you really shouldn't let that worry you so much as long as like this is okay both of them baking and off-roading obviously have a lot of products mm-hmm. that are related so you know we don't like to base a niche or a selection around just a product right but these have many many products and they will continue to because there will be more products released all the time yeah of course that's not only what we're going to focus on but it is a good thing mm-hmm. you know cuz mm-hmm. people <laughs> always be buying things surrounded by these two topics yeah. and you can either do product reviews or you can do just talking about it, you know, inserting it into your blog post. So I think that's a really good advantage.
1: Definitely. I also saw some additional comments just really quick. Uh, someone said with off-roading uh, that we've done, uh, it was dirt bikes in the past. So it's we would kind of have a foot up or a leg up if we did uh, off-roading since we've already done that. And then on the other hand, people have said, well, you already have cook for folks, so you can't do baking. You already have a, a website there. And it's true, uh, you know, we did do dirt bikes in the past. It's been now a few years since we sold off that site and we bought that site. Um, we didn't build that site from the ground up. And so while we did add, I believe, some articles, probably between 50 and 100 articles to that website, you know, the base of that website was built by somebody else. And then for Cook for Folks, you know, we're taking a very unique angle and approach there. And so the you the angle and approach we would take with a baking website would be totally different. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, while it's true uh, that you, you know we have we have had or we do have uh, related websites, I don't think that it makes the case study irrelevant. No. Um, I would say that that's kind of a funny funny way to look at things because they're they're, they're different niche they're different niches, yeah. um, and we're gonna approach using different categories and different uh, things like that. So, either way, I'm really excited about it. I yeah. think either of these niches would be great. If you haven't. Um, had the chance to watch the video like Anna said and go back to last week's income school video and get caught up so that you can kind of follow along probably by the time you listen to this uh, we will have chosen a niche I don't think we've announced we will have um, kind of shown our reveal to Ricky yet but that will be coming in the future and it's going to be really exciting
0: yeah. I'm really excited. I don't know. I'm really excited mm-hmm. about both these topics. I w- would be happy. Not that it's all about me, but I think, like I said, most of the team members would be really excited mm-hmm. about both of these topics. And to add, you know, it doesn't really matter like between these two, they're, they're both great. In my opinion, it doesn't really matter the niche yeah. because like we said, there's, there's traffic, there's there's products around it around it but this is also another case study yeah. we're always trying new things and i think we've mentioned before mm-hmm. this will be the first site that we're starting from the ground up using our most updated search analysis yeah. methods if you remember yep. cook for folks was um using the previous iteration of the search analysis uh, when when jim was here mm-hmm. and we kind of learned that throwing spaghetti at the wall you know it didn't really work with cook for folks. Unfortunately, we didn't start with a brand plan. We didn't really plan categories Mm -hmm. and stuff. And even though cook for folks has gotten some substantial traffic, Google still doesn't Mm -hmm. really know what to do with some of the articles. So so that I think we should take that into consideration that we're going to be starting this one with a brand plan. Mm
1: -hmm. And I think not only that, but if we kind of, you know, look at it from even more at an overhead view, What's the purpose of the website? Mm-hmm. In reality, yes, we're, we're going to be showing this case study. We'll call it a case study you know, from start to finish. We're going to be showing you every aspect of how we're going to build this business. But aside from that, the, the value of this is the charity. Yes, And so like, what you, like, like you said, as long as it, there are good articles that allow us to monetize so that we can support great charities... At the end of the day, that's something that I'm probably even more excited about than the niche itself. Yeah. And so um, either way, whatever ends up happening here, I'm going to be very happy. And mm-hmm. it's not to say that if we ended up doing baking now that we're not going to start an off-roading one a year later. Yeah. Um, you know what? These are things that we're interested in, which is why they're on this list. And so even if the one that you were interested in didn't get picked or doesn't get picked this time around, doesn't mean that it won't get picked next time yeah. uh, because... We are a diverse group of people with uh, quite a few interests. So I think that we could very easily end up with another off-roading site or a site about pianos or dancing or baking or whatever um, sometime in the future.
0: Yeah, there will be more websites. This isn't like the last one we're ever doing, you know, but um, I don't know. I want to mention this. Some of us, quite a few of us here, the team already, not because of this, have off-roading capable Mm -hmm. vehicles Mm -hmm. like I have a Jeep myself mm-hmm. that I just got. Uh, Julia has an FJ. Right, um, right? And then I don't know if people think about this, but like you said earlier, people tend to think about jeeping when they hear mm-hmm. off-roading, but no, that can include ATVs, yep. motorcycles, uh, side-by-sides, exactly. so many things. Exactly. So there's so many areas to go into uh, about that. Yes. And then baking, you know, we have some, a little bit of an advantage because Julie, uh, Ricky's mm-hmm. wife, she loves baking, yes. and she's really good at it. I experiment with it, but I try <laughs> to go off the recipe, which, by the way, doesn't really ever work with baking. It's very precise, yeah. and you should always follow the recipe. Yeah. But maybe Julia, sorry, Julie, we have a Julia here,
1: mm-hmm.
0: she can help us yeah, with that.
1: Yeah, definitely. Yeah, and I think that's the, the kind of the beauty of all this is Whatever the niche ends up being, uh, since mm-hmm. we all have interest and some level of experience, you know, we're going to end up being able to learn so much, um, yeah. but then we're going to be able to share that learning. Mm-hmm. Um, and we also have people, like you said, who are a little more experienced in some of these things that can kind of help us. So it's kind of cool to have people like that on the inside as well. So yeah. anyway, it'll be really awesome.
0: Yeah, excited. And like you said, excited for the charity definitely, aspect of definitely. it. Definitely. All right. So on to a couple questions here. This, First one is actually somewhat related. So this one is from Hannah SPLG, and they say, a question about Google's trends and keyword research in general. So I focus on the UK as my main market. This means that the angle would likely be a bit different if I were to write for the US market worldwide. On the other hand, I don't want to exclude countries who could benefit from the information. How do people get around this?
1: It's a really good question. Um, it really just depends, kind of what you want, kind of what you want. It sounds like you really want to cater to a UK audience. There's nothing wrong with that. Um, just realize that the worldwide audience is larger than the UK audience, and so if you also want to reach some of those people, just making the content um, versatile enough that someone who's reading from the US isn't going to be totally. You know, feel like they're not clued into what's going on if you're if they're reading an article written using UK English. You know, there are differences in words and language and um, different things like that. So maybe some of those things where um, maybe. Rather than using one word meaning one thing, maybe you could just add a different word mm-hmm. um, that is more commonly known throughout the world. It's probably just little changes. I know that I sometimes end up on websites that are UK-based or based in, out of other countries, you know, like South Africa or whatever. And for me, it does not it's not a big deal to me if I see an article written in UK English or mm-hmm. South African English or whatever. Um, it just doesn't bother me that much as long as the information's good. So I would just say generally speaking, if you're catering to the UK, most likely you're writing UK topics. Mm-hmm. So as an American, if I'm interested in these UK topics, um, I'm going to end up on your website and it'll be just fine. Um, but if you're wanting to write more generalized things, like topics that are would be more US focused or Australian focused or whatever, I think that's just fine too. It just really depends on what you are most interested in and realize that, you know, the more that you Kind of niche down, and for in this case, it could be based on your location. Um, you're just going to probably end up with less traffic overall. Um, and so, you know, maybe if you are depending on your niche, and again, I have no idea. <laughs> if you're just uh, writing, you know, for UK people, maybe your traffic cap is fifty thousand pages a month or a hundred thousand pages a month potentially. Whereas, if you wrote for a worldwide audience, maybe you could cap out at five hundred thousand page views a month someday. Um, It just depends. And it's hard to say because you just don't know until you get there. But overall, I would say just make the changes in your writing or the adjustments in your writing that caters to the audience that you're really interested in.
0: Yeah, I totally agree. And it's better to do this, in my opinion, if you're passionate about Mm -hmm. it and you know something about it rather Mm -hmm. than picking some random topic you Mm -hmm. don't know anything about, but you're doing it because it applies worldwide and you have that potential for high traffic. All right, good luck with that. Uh, Next question is from Suzanne, great username. She says, when it comes to introducing new ideas, is YouTube the only way to go? Or can you do that with blogging as well? I'm trying to learn the lesson to not write what I think that everybody else should know about the topic, but then I think that the answer is up to me, depending on the niche, of course. I heard Ricky mentioning something like this, that nobody can debate at what degree water starts to boil, but when it comes to areas like psychology, it's more of an opinion-based answer because it depends on the perspective I'm taking. In that case, it's more like I give my opinion about the solution and motivating it. Another thing that I thought about in this process was that if you have a new idea that you want to share with the world, you can write about them on your blog and link to them from relevant posts that I write to drive traffic to my site, and that has a clear search intent.
1: Okay, really good question again here. Um, so when you're talking about introducing a new idea, you're you're really talking about an opinion piece. Um, it's something that maybe Uh, You, this is how I see it from my perspective, or I was thinking, and I know everyone else is thinking about this thing one way, but I kind of think about it this way. Those types of articles or videos um, can do well, they can do really well if people care about you. Mm -hmm. Um, And so in that case, YouTube could be an easier place to share those ideas, That depends totally if you have an audience or not. So if you are a brand new YouTube channel with 200 subscribers and you want to share your thoughts and ideas, most likely your thoughts and ideas are still only going to be viewed by those people who have chosen to subscribe to you. It's possible that the YouTube algorithm pushes them out farther to other people. But still, you know, those 200 people who have subscribed have indicated that they're interested in you and your thoughts. And there's probably a small subset of those subscribers who are very, very interested in you and would love to hear your opinion. I think the same goes for a blog. But since blog traffic, especially the way that we write blog posts, it's very search intent, which you identified here at the end of your question. And so if you were to write an opinion piece um, or introduce a new idea, kind of like what you said, it would have to be linked from a very search-based topic. You know, maybe the article is about, uh, I don't know, the health of how milk is healthy for you and the (laughs) calcium it provides or whatever. So maybe it's an article, a a health topic about milk. And then maybe you have your own opinion on milk that you want to share and how it's a superfood or that it's terrible for you or whatever. I could see you linking from the, is milk good for you article? And then using scientific data or whatever studies. Mm -hmm. And then maybe in one of your subheadings say, and here's what I think about milk or whatever. I know that's a silly example, but, um, (laughs) that's probably how I would do it. If you were going to do it on your own website because a lot of that traffic that comes to your website is very transactional they don't care about you they just want the information Yeah. and so the YouTube channel gives you an opportunity to build a following and an audience who cares more about you and on a website you might get a couple people who care about you and they might indicate that by signing up for a newsletter or something like that um, so you could always put something like that in place uh, for people to also hear what you have to think
0: yeah exactly
1: and I think like like you said, there are some topics that are very opinion based, you could say, but like psychology again. You know, all of a lot of the psychological or psychology thoughts or ideas, they're based on theories that were created or presented by old people or people <laughs> who are not around anymore, you know. And so maybe different psychologists or psychiatrists will have different opinion based on those different theories. But again, those theories have been tested and tried and, you know, kind of deconstructed over time and so for you to introduce something totally new it's, it would be difficult especially on a website because like Anna said the eat is very very important so a YouTube channel is probably the way I would go there but it's not to say that you couldn't do it on on a website I just wouldn't start with that on a website
0: yeah all right anything else I don't think so okay well thank you so much for joining us today appreciate it and uh yeah by the time you listen to it this will be the 11th so we're approaching the holiday season yeah so if we don't uh hear from you or you don't hear from (laughs) us happy holidays and uh see you next time